We're live. We are live, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to a certain point of view here on a Sunday evening as we are talking showdown tonight uh, and uh, have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, no guests tonight. No guests. It's just pure showdown talk from the four of our faces tonight as we are diving into a lot of fun things here uh, this evening. Um, we got Bateman versus for Betty, which is clearly a big match inside this space. Uh, we have the announcement from one Mr. John Roca about his upcoming retirement, and then we'll be talking about the team's tournament bracket as well. Um, and yes, Brian Nussbaum, you are correct. 3-0, baby. 3-0. Yay? Sports. Where are you at? You were You're coming after us in Discord. Where are you at? I see you. Well, anyway, um, I, usually I ask what everybody's doing, but I want to start this off because I know that it was mentioned in the chat and we're very, very excited about it. We officially have a spectacular house. Yeah. Right. I still happening. have to buy uh, plane tickets, but yes. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> it's yeah, happening. It's to go when you land. <laughs> we are officially going to meet in person all together at the same time. In under one roof. Oh. Under one roof. Oh. It's going to be crazy. Just tune into the Snapchat stories, the Instagram oh. stories. Yeah. All that jazz. All the stories. Like, do any of you guys use Snapchat anymore? I don't think so. I effing hate stories. Snapchat. Yeah. I'm going to be like furiously it. deleting stories the next morning. Like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want probably, that in there. Probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, God. Uh, and Galaxy Geeks, um, I'm sure you'll see something that weekend. Yeah. So. Uh, there, I'm sure there will be something. We're not going to say anything, but I'm sure there will be something. I need, uh, God, I we need to get Ken's beeper, but uh, swear. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> we need to get that. Although his timing wasn't the best. It's fine. It's fine. it's his old man brain. He's a little delayed. Yeah. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> hey, he said in and out was bad, so I can throw shade at him all I want. He said it was overrated. You know what? Ken Napsok is overrated when he's talking about it now. Mm. Not not all the time, but when he's talking about it now. Rude. <laughs> you know. Rude. Rude. Um, well, real quick before we get going, uh, we do have a super chat coming through from one Tim Sim. Imagine a mega after show community collab at the CO CPOV house. Tim, just say POV. It's a lot easier. <laughs> if I can make it there. Um, you never know, man. Never know. I gotta make it there first. We'll see. Oh, please get your Australian. Come on, Blunden. Come on. Come on, Blunden. We can get you a Blunden. Hey, here's here's the deal. I will buy you all the fresh pretzels that you want that weekend if you come to Spectacular. <laughs> yes. We will get pretzels. I will get you pretzels. pretzels on pretzels. On, I'll take you to the purest beer garden there is in LA and get you the most pretzels you want that weekend. We'll go to Costco and we'll buy a sh crap ton of American snacks. I'll bring my air fryer, uh, too. I mean, obviously, he wants to come. It's it's not up to him whether he. <laughs> I know. Can or not? It Get sounds together, like Australia. I know. It's us. Oh, Australia! See, Australia. No, it's Australia. It's Australia. Yeah, it's Australia. They're being safe. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Oh, that's you... why Australia has been normal for the past like. Which is hilarious. Being it hilarious hearing Australia being safe. Because they're arguably the deadliest country in. <laughs> it's like, not their fault. Their animals the kill everybody. Like, it's not their fault. It's not their they fault. They can be killed by a common house fly. Size of humans, and it's like uh, dingoes that eat babies, all that stuff. But I feel like I feel like if you grow up there, you just like know how to deal with that stuff. Oh, 
Sure. They're surviving. Yeah, like it, it's posted it's, up on the on the elementary school walls. Like, if it's this color, you can touch it. If it's not, it's don't. Not, and yet they still things. probably don't give a crap and touch it anyways, because that's the type of crazy they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just reading his comment. That's what I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Not normal, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you get like you guys will get like four cases and go on lockdown. Meanwhile, it's like, oh, we've had over a hundred thousand people die, but you know, oh well. I, I read something uh, in my timeline today that said that there's no like pumpkin spice things in Australia, and I was very sad for them. But then I was like, but is there Vegemite spice lattes? I wonder if Taylor has had like a pumpkin spice addiction like everybody else in the u.s and then went over there and was like, like every fall oh my god oh my god <laughs> yeah i don't know that's interesting um, no, I, I can't imagine like weaning myself off like all of my favorite things because i can't have them anymore <sighs> i mean i'd well, probably if you're australian though you've never you've probably never had them anyway so i guess it wouldn't really matter no but i mean like being American, and going to australia oh, and then okay. not being able to have those things anymore which would probably make me lose a lot of weight. So probably good thing, but. Uh, real quick, good seeing you too, Rue. I'm sorry I didn't get to see you at Barney's, but I was very excited to meet your lovely wife. So it was very, I'm very glad I got to see you too for a bit, so. You know what I always, sorry. No, you're good. I, I just was, wanted to. Random thought. It's always funny to me that, to think like their Christmases, their Santa is like, Summer Santa. And hey, see, he's in a he's in a bathing suit on a surfboard. Yeah, and then so they're what with with uh, Halloween with, uh, Halloween spring. Like he might have oh, Halloween yeah. spring. That'd be weird. I mean, it doesn't uh, get like uh, truly fall weather here till probably November ish, but still, yeah, for is it to Halloween be like big in Australia, a big thing. I don't know. It should Jacob's be. Under, it, it should be everywhere. Like, this is real. But, like, is, is, see, okay, okay, yeah, it's not a thing now. Uh, Another reason for you to move here, Jacob. <laughs> reason number 972 is we have Halloween. <laughs> Summer Santa. Summer Santa, that's awesome. I do have a, from when we were uh, in Hawaii <clears throat> for our honeymoon, we got like a little Santa uh Christmas ornament, and he's he doesn't have a six pack, unfortunately, <laughs> but he's in his little like swim trunks. Cute. And he's I would, think, I would think Australians would want to celebrate Halloween just as another reason to party, like strictly I that. I reason. don't think they need a reason. I, yeah, yeah, I think, I think Halloween's the one day out of the year where they where they it's like the holiday where they don't want to party because they party three hundred and sixty some odd days, just like seven. ghosts. Just like ghosts. Here you go. <laughs> There you go. I lived with an Australian for, for two months. Oh. That's what it's like in American Horror Story. The go the all the dead people slash ghosts are like on Halloween night, we just chill. I have mean, a dinner party. That's, that's Molly's next challenge right there. Crowd surfing for, for summer. summer have, have you guys seen the shining? Like that entire hotel is just a straight up party of dead people. Like that's they're just true. like that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, they kill, they kill the living, but, you know, semantics. They're there to party. Um, <laughs> when we're all dead and gone, the, the CPOV house, that's going to be like the shine, shining house. It's just too complicated. CPOV is just too complicated. <laughs> too many, too many letters. Too many Once letters you put the C in it, it sounds like a medical device. It just becomes yeah, yeah, awkward. It 
it just it becomes awkward. It's oh, I can't, oh, hold on. Let me hook up my CPOV real quick so I can <laughs> yeah. check my blood pressure. Like, no. um, all right. Well, let's let's try to get back on track a little bit. I'm sure this will all come up. Look, we have another month plus of talking this kind of stuff, so you'll see a lot of this on this channel. Um, we'll also talk about our watch along tomorrow, which has very big similarities to what we are talking about right now. Um, but let, let's talk about uh, Friday's match. Let's kind of just go in order and, and talk about the match first. We'll get to Roka's retirement here in just a little bit. Um, but let's talk about this Ben Bateman versus Page for Betty match. because this, this. So not only was it the first match of the second round, but it's been arguably the most talked about slash anticipated match uh, for weeks because of the stipulations that have been going on in Page's um, audition video where she called out Ben Bateman and then she called out Bateman again later on. And then they have had, they've been having a Twitter feud for what feels like a month now going back and forth leading up to the match. And as we saw on Friday, uh, Miss Paige for Betty walks away with a victory on this one. Um, and I know, I know this, this, you can think of it how you want, but in the realm of Schmodown ranking stats, etc., this is considered what's an upset. It's an upset. She's a rookie. Ben Bateman is an established veteran. He was supposed to win. Um, and so this is arguably the first upset of the tournament, and it's a big one. Ben Bateman is out of the singles tournament. His only shot left in Schmodown is in teams with Danger Zone. Um, and so Paige moves on to the round three. She is now awaiting a winner between Griffey Nooms and Josh Horowitz, oh. which is huge uh but the suspects get much needed points here and Paige. uh I, we've talked about it she's gotten better and better and better each match and she played her best match and upset one of the best players in this league uh jill i'll let you start this one off because i know how much how excited you are to talk about this one uh yeah. maybe gets upset by for betty what'd you think i mean i mean statistically we can call this an upset but is anyone really upset about this? I don't think so. I don't think anyone <laughs> is probably is. Other than like Ben Bateman. <laughs> but like it's it's one of those things where it's like, I love Ben Bateman as a person. Everyone knows that. I will, will sing the graces of Ben Bateman. But when it comes to- That's also to super important too. Because it's going to be a rookie, rookie matchup between her and whoever. Oh, that's played. awesome. That's so there you awesome. go. Oh, but, yeah, huh. But I will, I will, I will sing the graces of Ben Bateman. But when it comes to Ben Bateman as the character in the Schmodown, I'm gonna call out his ish every single day because I can, and that's what I do. And it was watching this match. So the interesting thing about Ben is you can tell when he's playing a match when he's scared of the other player. He was terrified of Paige. Like that's why it was like. Him questioning all of her answers, all the smack talk. He met her match. He met his match. He mm -hmm. met his match, and he, which is why there was like the challenges and the this and the that, and like I and I'm watching. Like you're scared of her. You're afraid that she's gonna beat you because you yeah. know that she can, and you've seen the chats and you've seen that a majority of people believe she can beat you. And she <laughs> you could see it throughout the match. He like every like he played the ultimate Bateman card the entire hundred percent. Like the ultimate, okay, not the Bateman card, the boss card. He was yes, it was, he was the boss, yeah. the most boss we've seen in a while. But every time something happened on Pages End, where it it was on her side, you could see like, and he's wearing sunglasses, so excuse the metaphor here. But you could see the fear in his eyes, like 
like just <laughs> his like facial uh, expressions they weren't the typical boss when he was going up against someone that wasn't Paige. it was it yeah. was strange it's it's and and they they they're saying it in the chat too that everything that he dished at her she was just like She's like, try me, try me today. Like, not today, Satan. Like, when, as soon as Paige, I freaking love you. Um, you know there this. She is. But as made. soon as soon as that mini promo she posted of her playing along to his song and like using it as like a straight up roast, I was like, I lost my freaking mind because I was like, this match is gonna be pure perfection, and it was. It was pure perfection. It was one of those, like, they were both tied in round one, you know, so it really could have gone either way. And then it came down to, you know, what ultimately is what I think is Ben's Achilles heel, which is round three. You know, he he gets these, he can answer a five, I think, pretty well. He does pretty well with his fives, but he'll get these two point, three point questions that he just doesn't know. And I mean, Lucas Luke Black, right? Last year, Lucas Black, and, this, and one this year, <laughs> and it's 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 also sometimes movies where it's like, oh, you know, you have to have seen that movie to know that answer and not just read its IMDb page. Like, I Ben Bateman is definitely one of those competitors who put you know studying on the map, but at the end of the day, you have to watch films. Like, you know, um, you but, said it. You said it. I, this is the movie trivia showdown, not the Wikipedia reading show. Like, I'm sorry, um, but it's it's those it's those round threes, you know, that he that just uh, apparently happens to be his Achilles heel, particularly those two point three point questions, because um, it this entire match really could have gone either way. You know, it was back and forth, the score, and then them just grilling each other the entire time. But it was it, it was nice seeing this quote-unquote upset but like i said is anyone really upset about it i th this is this is such like karma coming coming back at you right here he lost on oscars and release dates is what he lost on which is what his strengths are yes yeah that is <laughs> that is that is the <laughs> karma slapping you right in the face for everything that's happened like and i love it i love it so much it's but yeah so so all the love to Paige. Um, I knew she could do it. I've said on this show that I think she can beat him, and she proved that she is a force to be reckoned with. And whoever she plays, whether it's a uh, Griffey Nooms or Horowitz, uh, that's going to be quite a show. So I'm very excited to see what else she does in this tournament. So kudos to Paige. Uh, better luck next season, Ben. Uh, Mr. Brian? You know what tastes almost just as good as these almonds? A slice of humble pie. <laughs> and did that man get served a large piece? Because she does not put up with any crap because she is from the great city of Boston. And they don't call her the Boston badass for a reason. <laughs> and if... Uh, if you're going to try to be a smart ass to anyone, to a Bostonite, don't, don't do it to someone from Boston because they will <laughs> always have a comeback. Always. And it will probably always be better than yours. <laughs> and Bateman so, should have experience. He dated Roxy for a long time. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But fellow Bostonian. Just saying. This match was everything I hoped for and more. Didn't get spoiled for me. We got to watch this as it was. And oh boy, did I love to see him squirm. Because <laughs> most of the time you get to see him just annoying the other opponent, annoying us. Not very often you get to see someone kind of like hunker down a little bit when they're supposed to be this uh, larger than life persona. And uh, he turned into a bit of a recluse there uh, and just his, his games didn't work from the second that clock started and it bit him in the backside. So uh, yeah, can't, Am I surprised? Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. I bet you he probably doesn't ever want to see her again in a in a match. Well, that's funny because they have a rematch in the team tournament. Do they? <laughs> they play in the first round. Danger Zone and oh god, what is the name of their team? Wait, who's she on the team with? The he's with Drew McQueenie. Oh, right, right, okay. The danger Zone and the Untouchables are the first round of the Inject tournament. it into my face. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We're going to talk about right it. We're, we're going to get to the bracket uh, towards the end of the show. But, oh, um, but yes. yeah, they have an immediate rematch the next time Bateman plays. Uh, Molly, you're you're a dungeon head here, so he's obviously your teammate. Um, I mean, I'm sure you're shocked, but also I know how big of a fan of Paige you are, too. I, yes, I, I love Paige. I love Ben, and, you know, it... Being in the dungeon is amazing. It's done great things for me, I think, being the Schmodown. And uh, it sucks to see any of my faction mates lose, to be honest. Um, I know Ben works very hard. He did kind of put studying on the map. Um, and like a lot of players, I think, have him to thank for kind of some of the ways that they study. And there's there's only so much studying you can do and so much movie watching you can do. And it's not lost on me that he ended up losing on some of his strengths. I think that can happen to anyone because yeah, you can be strong in a certain category, but you just, you can't know everything in this game. And uh, it, his character, is a jerk, yes. So everyone loves to see it served back into his face. And that's, uh, I think the character work in this match was amazing. I loved all the sass, all the back and forth that was, was going on. It was, was it character work? Yes, it was. I mean, <laughs> I character know. work is easier when it's, you know, easy. Let's, it comes, let's it just comes put it that so way. naturally to the both of them. <laughs> right, which, which makes it, you know, good for everyone i think mm -hmm. but uh it still kind of stings to see someone that i know works so hard to to lose um but i'm very happy for Paige, and i'm curious to see ben talk openly about this match and just see what his thoughts are on some of the questions because there was some like weird stuff going on in this match it was like a, there was a challenge there was so like yeah, I some, wanted to get I wanted to get to that. So they even asked you about it in the chat. Yeah, some just some like weird stuff going on with 
how things were answered and how things were asked. I, I don't know. But overall, great match. Loved it. So happy for Paige. Um, ben will always be around and he'll get back up there. Yeah, so there was obviously the the kind of challenge in the first round about the Godfather, Godfather Part 3. Uh, that was pretty much just, just a wash. But the one that people are asking about, and I will bring this up real quick. Um, guy on the desk was the big fat cherry on top. So great. Um, so great. It was like, I knew exactly what Christian was doing when he did that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, but, yeah. yeah, this is the big question that a lot of people are talking about here. What did you guys think of the Fight Club question? Uh, I think Sam could have argued it better and got a new question for Paige. An airplane is not technically a location. So I will disagree. I do think airplane is is a location. I think it falls under the banner of location. Um, but so what happened is the question was asked of where did uh, Edward Norton's character and Brad Pitt's character first meet in Fight Club? Um, Paige said airport. And then Christian kind of like mumbled and like like grunted in a way. And then Paige said, or an airplane. And so almost kind of hinted at her that it wasn't the right question. They came in and challenged it. Uh, they got in the favor of Bateman and Kaiser in this one. Uh, so she wasn't awarded the points. Um, what do we think about this? Do, do we disagree? Do we agree? This is just like one of those things that I think no one really expects someone to answer airport. Like no one expected that as an answer so then when you hear it you're like oh wait and it's like i think it's that human error that keeps coming up with matches like this and and you know christian can say oh you know i this is why i hate digital this stuff happens in studio matches too it's just we yeah. don't oh, yeah. see it as much we don't oh, yeah. we don't see the the hesitancy that I comes think, up as much I think it happens more often in studio yeah to be honest it's it's just human error and like weird stuff like this comes up all the time that no one really thinks about um do i think it's a valid location <clears throat> yes i think i think in the context of the question and the movie that it's referring to i think airplane is the correct answer but you know airport is also pretty damn close so the, the question the question read in fight club we see the narrator and tyler durden first meet in what type of location i have a question so, is the airplane in the air when they meet is yes. it flying it's it flying. is okay then then airplane uh, from what i remember i believe it's flying i don't think it's on the say, front i think it, i think they're flying i think edward norton character is flying home and that's where they officially meet so. yeah um, if it was if it was on the ground, I could argue that airport would be a correct answer. I mean, he's um, not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So if it was if it was on the ground, I if I was the manager and Sam, I would argue that the airplane's on the ground. It's at the airport, so you could argue that airport is the correct place. But if it's in the air, yeah, they met they met in an airplane. So I I do not disagree with the outcome of that challenge. But was the challenge about airplane versus airport or was it about yeah. specificity of it. it was yeah it was about the specificity of it and then ultimately what they decided is to give Bateman a new question because she technically and answered he got and airplane. he got a two point steal on a brand new question so yeah because because yeah as soon as you see that hesitancy and and like kind of like the waffling on Christian's part as a player you're going to be like I mean like yeah 
like you're going to try to be as specific as you can to get that question right and so yeah and there's a there's also a few people in the chat saying like like Ryko here technically they never meet since they are the same person and i i i get the argument but if you have to say technically that's yeah. out that's out of like we can, throw that away. we can go real deep in yeah. this and be like, <laughs> like didn't I, they new they never actually met they're the they, same they guy. are they are not the same character until the very end of the See? movie and if oh. i was sam levine i would have challenged that question i would yeah. have been like they're the that's same person that they really yeah. meet like and we would have, totally, be having a whole different conversation here but if you totally, like, probably would not get awarded at all but as a manager yeah. you should and people will give people will give sam all this crazy nonsense that he challenges on some bs mm -hmm. stuff but that's what you do as a manager if you can squeak your way into having it go your way you're going to fight with every ounce of your being to make it go your way it's kind of like a like a defense lawyer you know yeah yeah you could be in the wrong but you're gonna defend you know and to be honest, like, even, like, later in the game, when you're pretty sure, like, there's not a chance that a challenge is going to come up again, it, throw the challenge out there anyways. Yeah. That's kind of what it's there for, if yeah. if not to buy some time for the player to just have a second to rethink mm -hmm. what is being talked about and what's going on and what the answer is. Tim, it's 22 years old, buddy. <laughs> 22 years old. I have probably older than you, Tim. It's probably older than you, Tim. I have no doubt that she knew the answer. Um, yeah. I think just what she said wasn't what they were looking for in that case. Yes. Um, you don't just guess airport not knowing, knowing the scene. That yeah. they're on an airplane, yeah. So... Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, she spoke faster than her brain translated saying the answer. I mean, it, it's not something that is uncommon. I mean, it happens all the time. So, um, yeah, just poopy. Yeah. I mean, she, she had the thing earlier with writing part three mm -hmm. with the Godfather with, I mean, that's, that might be an example of just like overthinking the answer. See, that the call I didn't like. I don't like how they didn't give her that point. Yeah, that one. Like, they asked. They asked for the trilogy, and she's it. What, what? Regardless if she wrote part three or not, she said the Godfather on her board. Yeah. Like it's, so, I didn't it, disagree with that. I I I disagreed with that call. I thought that was. Yeah, dumb. that one's a hard I, one because one like it's either like, way she yeah. won, so it doesn't matter. Semantics. <laughs> you you know that she knew the answer to that, but because part three was written on the board and yeah. you can tell like she she was trying not to show that but because it was written on there they had to count it as wrong because that's like a specific movie but you know she knew it which yeah. is frustrating board. yeah um okay a couple things i wanted to oh god where did i do it appreciate go? i do okay. appreciate all the spoilers that are now in the chat right yeah, now. yeah. Shout everyone, out, shout everyone's out going all in on it everyone's going all in um, all the movies really. <laughs> uh quick comment here from brian bailey did you guys see the star wars card trader coincidentally chose well bounty hunter for the top's choice card of the week 
a little salt in the wound that. of Ross on the hardest five pointer we ever. Ta- we talked that about rough. that question yesterday. That is Are rough. you kidding me? <laughs> that is rough. I don't know who runs that account. And I know some people at top, so I could get to the bottom of this maybe and just Someone see if they're. Just, like, just, <laughs> yeah, just to see if they're Schmodown fans. But that was. Oof, that was rough. We yeah. talked about that question at the cantina yesterday and confirmed definitely the hardest Star Wars question <laughs> ever asked in all Poor of Star Ross, Wars. his first ever match, and he walks away and he's in the history books forever. But um, like, but we know how good Ross is. So yeah, like everyone yeah, yeah. understands he just Here's the thing with that. If you're gonna lose, that's how you want to lose. Yeah. Is that people are gonna always talk about how great you played, except for that one stupidly ridiculous question. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. And then one quick question here, staying on the match from Stormy Woods here. Do you all think character is as important as knowledge to the game? Certain players seem to think it is, and that maybe character is more important. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I'd one. say 75, 25. In which direction? Yeah. 75 knowledge, 25 knowledge. character. I would agree with that. I think depends on the division, but, but yeah. And it depends on the person too. Yeah. It depends on the Star person. Wars, you can do whatever the hell you want, but if you don't know the knowledge, you d- don't don't even bother showing up. Yeah. 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 Here's here's what? here's my was Agatha but- all along. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is Batman. What the heck? Uh, what? I, lo- I love all you guys. Thank you so much. Um, but so my someone's gonna say is- something that what? is actually oh, gonna- oh my god. <laughs> I have a feeling someone's gonna drop something that's gonna like actually because I don't see a lot of movies and I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please just do commonly well known spoilers. Yeah. Like like yeah, like Snape killed Dumbledore. Like everyone knows that. Same page, uh, Ryan. We're on the same page there. Yeah, um, you're you're around there. So for me, obviously, obviously movie and trivia knowledge is gonna be very important because no one is gonna like this is and that's why I'm never gonna be a competitor in this league. I'll get maybe like two points. If I'm lucky in a match, you know, so I will never compete. So obviously movie trivia is going to be a big factor. But when people ask me, like, what do I need to do to get, you know, in the Schmodown? Just just look at all of these new people we brought in this season because this was the biggest rookie season we've ever had. And what is the big central factor with all these new rookies? They all have a character. They all have personality. Like if it's you're not, here, if, it's funny. I would argue not all of them do though. But like, but like ninety percent. A lot. Yeah, I, I would I, say person. Your personality can be your character. So too. I, it's funny. Yeah. Jill, no, definitely. Yeah. So Jill, you were talking, and in my head, I go, "Oh yeah, she's gonna say how most of them don't have a character." Because I was thinking about all no. these players who like Jacob London doesn't have well, a character. Okay, well, yes, he does. He's Australian. Look, 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 not a character. Look, Jacoby Bancroft. Doesn't have a character. Christy, uh, but his Amaru, T-shirt. Amaru doesn't even have a character to the point where he doesn't have a okay, nickname. So the more, okay, well, like, personality. There's then. a lot that don't have a character. Personality, then. Okay. Personality. Like, so, example, Paige. I wouldn't call yeah. Paige a character. She That's has personality. a very That's her. strong personality. That is, That's, that yeah. is Paige for Betty. For that sure. is Paige. So, like, Christina. But, but you can but you can also see Peggy. Peggy. Yeah, Peggy. Peggy. Like, you can see all of that as that's who they are. That is their, you know, their persona. That's who they are. If you're there just with no personality, just answering questions, I'm sorry, you're not going to be in the showdown. I'm sorry. Like that. Spoiler. Like, Thank you, oh Sean. Spoiler. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but Jessica has a personality. She's the sloth for a reason. You know, like that's her personality. And then we have the complete flip side of someone like 
Rick Griffin. the Rager Radis. Rick the Rager Radis. Or Griffy who is the who are the pivotal of character. So do you need do you need like a super strong <laughs> Carissa? Back. <laughs> Back. Okay, I will say the Star Wars division is off limits because they're all just weirdos who just know a lot about Star Wars. Um, so they they have too much to worry about to have to put on the because they there's too have, much on the line. There's too much going on in Star Wars, but but when it comes to the Schmodown, it's like yes, you don't need to be the hardcore 100% Rick Raddus, Brother Lomas type character where it's not even your real name that they're using in the Schmodown, you know? <laughs> Andrew so, like, it's 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 a balance. I think it's a I think it's a balance because at the end of the day, if you don't have some kind of personality trait that piques people's interest. Well, and we've we've seen you know, it like it it works for some and it doesn't work for others. But also, we had an interesting situation with Dan Merle when he retired. <laughs> there were no characters, right? He wasn't playing character. Right. He came in as Dan. He was playing movie trivia. And then and when then he, he came back, he plays Andrew Guy. Well, yeah, he, he comes in and plays Andrew Guy, and he realizes, okay, I have to embrace what this is to be able to survive. Some well, people it works, sometimes it. it doesn't work, and uh, it, it's a very interesting conversation. It's a, it's then, a very and then very sometimes sometimes just being in the schmodown gives you a character. Just <laughs> look at this one down here. <laughs> no, she's you know just, com just she's just, just comfortable now. <laughs> You just get She's a little more comfortable in front of the camera. It's fine. It's easy to, well, okay. There, I, I would say most of the quote unquote character work in the Schmodown is like the heels, the bad guys, quote unquote. Yeah. There's some characters that, you know, aren't necessarily good or bad or that are good guys, but it, like, it's, that's just one of those things. If you don't want to, play the bad guy then people are like oh they don't really have a character but it's like well, it's you don't, you don't it's, just turn your personality just, up to 10 yeah it's a Basically. lot of work being on camera and when once they opened up the schmodown to quote-unquote normal people who aren't in hollywood are we oh i was like are we normal are we all <laughs> what but like That's once they opened normal. it up to anyone who knows movie trivia and couldn't like cut a good promo then it's like yeah you're gonna get a a pretty good mix of people who maybe can't pull off a character but have you know all the knowledge necessary to just destroy in this league which is like i i do think thomas plays a great character because his he's got the whole military shtick which yeah, he knows a lot about um but he's also just got all the knowledge yeah. to, to make it work so you mean he's not very robotic in like real life what <laughs> i mean i don't know i i, I mostly <laughs> only see him in trivia situations where he's but, hyper focused i i just but, want i want to Holy he has a life. wife and kids, so I'm gonna assume he has a personality. I, did you see his video of his unboxing of yeah, his belt? Yeah, he's Pretty definitely precious. got a personality. Yeah, he absolutely does. Yes, he's been on he, the show. He's lovely. He's gonna pop in the chat in like five seconds. Too. I know. Right? I want to bring Is, this up really quick. Um, that's not a character. That's just Tom. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, Chris, uh, you, yeah, yeah, that's just Tom. That's if Tom. you ever meet Tom in person, Tom. that's that's just how he is. We all have a collection of teeth. It's fine. 
have a collection. Tom has a collection of teeth. Or I keep mine here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I know Drew well, does. On, Do we know? On, the, on the topic of character, let's, let's transition into uh, the next big thing that did happen in Shimona, possibly the biggest thing that happened in Shimona this last week. Uh, Mr. John Roca. The outlaw John Roca, who has been a staple in this league for a very, very long time, seven seasons that he's been in this league. Um, he is one of the longest running right now uh, with you know the likes of Mark Riley, um, Dan Merle. Uh, he officially announced his retirement this last week. Uh, he is going to be retiring from the Schmodown at the end of the season. Um, and it, it came with a lot of different kinds of announcements within the announcement. I'll just run through them quickly. It was very one, loud. Um, it was the outlaw who was announcing this, not John Roca, and it was a very aggressive stream. But hey, that's what the outlaw is. Um, he blamed Christian, he said that he was pushed out of the singles tournament, that he is now demanding a final match at Spectacular, a one last ride, as he's calling it. He wants everyone to be hashtag one last ride everywhere. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it was very interesting, but either way. Uh, after 2021, after season eight, the Schmodown will be without one of the best characters to ever grace this game. Possibly, he started, he started character work. He was the beginning of it all, um, and we'll no longer have John Roca playing in the Schmodown past the season. Uh, let's talk about a little bit, guys. I mean, uh, I want to keep the impact version of this uh, towards the end. Let's just talk about the announcement in general and his demand for one final match at Spectacular, being that we will be there. Maybe some players that we could see him playing. Um, if Christian does give it the go, and also the fact that he blamed Christian for a lot of things, um, being pushed out of the tournament. Who doesn't? Uh, how how his season has gone so far. Um, Jill, I'll start with you on this one. What, what did you think about this? Um, I again again piggy, like piggybacking off what I said off the at the beginning of the show, where Paige beating Bateman wasn't a surprise. I think as soon as people saw that Roko was making a schmode and amounts, and everyone went, "Oh, so you're retiring." Like, yeah, I don't think this came as a surprise to anybody. I don't think anyone was shocked by it. Like, if if anyone was shocked by this, it, they were shocked at the fact that it is actually happening. But I don't like people have been talking about Roka retiring for the past like two seasons. Um, there was a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling happened. Um, apparently, Paulo Yama and Ethan Irwin aren't POC. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, forgot to forgot to mention those champions in in when he was when he was talking about Marisol. Yeah, he's talking about Marisol. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, I mean, I couldn't think of a better way for the outlaw to go out than pulling something like this, like because it's so quintessential outlaw. Like, because we all know the outlaw. It it has to be literally like i think this is one like one of the worst kept secrets like everyone knew it was well, gonna happen so, so we we had an idea for a while but this was here you go this is from Ranko. he told us about it yeah like one of the worst kept of secrets. of course like, it's everyone, gonna flip out Roka, duh. everyone knew it was gonna happen at some point people have been talking about it for years like it was gonna happen um but like i said i can't think of a, a, another way for Roka to um, also valid, you know, because I was going to say, because the outlaw, as we all know, has to make everything about himself. And that is exactly what he did in this announcement. Everything was, tell me your favorite moments about me, 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 me. Which is what the outlaw does. It is, it is 
Yes. Are we all allowed to do that? Because if if for whatever reason I get beat in this tournament, I demand that I play in spectacular. Right? Yeah, do we do we give like, me a match? I might be retiring. I might not be. Like, like can Ben can Ben Bateman just be like, I got kicked out of the singles tournament. I demand a rematch. <laughs> I demand a rematch at Spectacular. Like, can we all just? I mean, but also to be fair, we saw Christian replied to Roka's tweet on Twitter and said it would have been great to you know have a conversation about this before you decided to do your little outlaw tangent. Um, I'm saying his name too much. He's going to appear in our chat. I just know it. Um, it's like Beetlejuice. Um, He's been, Christian sends me those texts every night after this show. What? <laughs> the, it's like, you could have had it all, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, like, like it's, it's, it's quintessential outlaw. You know, I, I, we put it on our big screen TV. Uh, have you seen her singles lately? She <laughs> might be, she might be Roko the way he's playing this year. Oh, he hasn't played this year, barely. That's because he hasn't played well. I know. <laughs> I would do it just to get up on stage. So I'll, I want to say this real quick because I, I and I'll just butt in quickly here. As far as the retirement match goes, if it does happen or not, I know there's a lot of different players that could happen. I would love to see a Roka versus Matt No situation. Some where you, yeah, where you brought back top ten and you had them play together, and it was like this last one oh, last ride wow. legit for the two of them because. Matt knows he's been around from the very beginning as well. He was Roka's partner when they first did the team stuff back in Schmo's no day. And that was, yeah. that'd be really cool. That'd be really that would cool. Be cool. That would be really cool. But uh, Sean put it on the big screen TV. He's like, Oh, Roka has an announcement. And I'm like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to put it on an oral living room. Okay. I'm eating my sushi, but that's fine. That's <laughs> cool. Um, a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling happened. A lot of, the Schmodown revolves around me. Um, but that's the outlaw, you know? That's that's the outlaw. <laughs> See Molly Love next him. year. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him. I need to put add a hat to my regimen. Add a hat. There you go. We need someone else to wear a hat now. But yeah, Watch love him or hate him. him. That's the outlaw. People love him. People hate him. He thrives off of it no matter what side of the spectrum you're on when it comes to the outlaws so <laughs> it's the the is gonna be different without him you know we're so used to seeing the what are they Roka. how do they feel jake <laughs> in a corner. they have some thoughts they have thoughts about Roka. she couldn't she couldn't get to it i hope that Roka does get to play it spectacular i i guess i understand what christian's saying but it's it's the outlaw it's Roka. Like, yeah, yeah. I, if he's really, honestly, planning to retire, then yeah, he obviously needs one last match. And yes, it absolutely needs to be spectacular. Could you imagine if I, Christian was just like, no? Well, yeah, <laughs> people would people would storm the stage. Yeah. Like, no, I, sorry. I definitely agree. Um, look, Ro- Roka, he. He's arguably the biggest influence we have in Schmodown. 100%. Plain and simple. 100%. Like, it's it's Roka when it comes to character work, and it's Dan Murrow when it comes to knowledge and wins. And and Roka's right up there. He doesn't have as many championship wins, but he's right up there with Dan Murrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know maybe a lot of you in the chat were there. I'm not sure, but I know Jill, Molly, and myself. Remember when he came out from 
being sick at Spectacular in 2018. Yeah, yeah and he wasn't like, even supposed how to How the crowd erupted when he the walked on the stairs. Yeah, the pop for Roka was... Um, imagine him insane. doing a retirement match at Spectacular at a much bigger theater this mm -hmm. December, and it's legit his last match ever. And, I mean... Look, we he'll he'll go down in the history books. Uh, I know there's this talk about Mount Schmodown and stuff. I don't agree with the whole Mount Schmodown thing. I agree. I agree with a with the Hall, Hall of Fame, fame. The Hall of Fame, where you can yeah, include a lot of too. people. And I think if Dan Merle doesn't retire anytime soon, John Rook is the first person that goes in. Plain and simple. I think he's the first person that gets entered into that into that Hall of Fame because of what he has done for the Schmodown. We talked about it. He is the biggest influence for characters today. And look at the amount of characters we've got. There would in no way, shape, or form be a Rick the Rager Radis without the outlaw. No. God, no, no way. No. There would no be Brother Lomas. There would be um the about, there'd be no Bateman, no Bateman for sure. If yeah. there was no Roca or the Outlaw, I mean he's he's the only player who has a documentary written yeah, about it, him. There you go. I mean, you know, thank you, Cinefan, for bringing that up. Yeah, Merle yeah. doesn't even have that. Yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. There needs to be a documentary about the build-up to the Damon versus Damon match. Like, like, oh. like, like, that would be great. It's called her IG story. Uh, <laughs> it's called her IG story. <laughs> I can tell you that documentary story, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't think in any world this doesn't happen. Just because it's like, then that would mean he's done for the year. He's retired right now. Yeah. I mean, and like even even if this is like his last hurrah, is it? He's he's not going. There's like, always I, no. There's way. always an exhibition. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. As a manager, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that this will be his last time ever playing, but I do think he'll come back in some capacity as a possible. He's gonna manager. be Sam Levine until there's a manager's bowl. Yeah, or well, a co-manager's okay, bowl. Okay, that's okay. Now we're just cutting corners here, or or whatever. <laughs> um, but no, I yeah, I I think. I think that this legit, like, I know we've heard a lot of retirement stories. Like, Mark Riley retired, came back. Dan Merle retired, came back. I do think that if this is the last two Raw, he's out. I can't think he's, he's Oh, gone. yeah, no, he's not playing again. But yeah, he's, I think he's, he's not going to leave this. He's, I don't think I he's going to ever leave the Schmodown as a whole. Yeah, I know? think, I just think he's over the the competing aspect of the, it's I mean, it, it's, it's to the point where, like, you need to constantly, like, be giving it everything and he's been around when it since it was just for fun and that's mm -hmm. the hard thing with a lot of the older competitors that have older in the sense that have been around for a long time not age um it's gone from fun to like mildly serious to now it's pretty serious yeah. um he's I mean, never taken a break he's never taken a no. single break yeah no, and no, look no. at her division it's insane full psychos so i mean full of psychos yeah. We love so, them all the bits, but y'all are crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like Jake said, do I think he's completely done with it? No. Do I think he'll probably come back as a manager? Probably in some capacity. Um, but as far as competing, unless it's like a specific thing, like uh, some type of exhibition or whatever where it's not a serious thing then maybe but um yeah i think i think he's he's done for for uh competing as far as like seriousness and going after the belt 
and stuff like that. I mean, I would challenge anyone watching this now or live or not live to like get into this league, study for three months for a match, lose said match, and then want to keep playing. Like it's yeah. hard. It's really hard. Like after that one loss, you're like, oh man, do I want to keep doing this to myself? And he said yes a bunch of times. So so apparently he was on, uh, I think it's called Speaking of Schmodown. They have a show over there called uh, From Birth to Schmodown. Jay Wade does it on a channel and he interviewed oh. Roka. Apparently Roka said that he wants to run the league. He wants Christian's job. <laughs> Sorry. So... Uh, <laughs> I, so I and look, I 100% believe him. So apparently, that's what he's going to be going for. for well, do I think? Do I think he wants that? Yes. Do I think Christian would give him that? No. no. Christian would well, have to be six feet in the ground <laughs> with so cement over the top. Of maybe, maybe, maybe he was just like doing the whole outlaw thing. But I could see John Roca being the commissioner. Yeah. Easily. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. For, sure for, for teams and singles, anyway, for teams and singles being the commissioner for sure. 100%. Yeah, so, I can see that. And, and we haven't, ha and I've loved all the commissioners we've had, but we haven't had a steady commissioner since the commissioner became a thing. Like well, since COVID, they've yeah. rotated so much over the years. If we had someone who was just there for uh, for one, two, three, four, five years, and the person to go to for rules, challenges, etc., like. Why not? And if it's Roka, the guy who's had the most experience? I think Grace did a great job. Mm. It's she did, Grace, but... President Grace. Yeah, President, President Grace. President, President Commissioner. Grace. Give, give her whatever title she wants. She deserves the world. Oh, no, she deserves the world. No, that queen is Shannon. Shannon's yeah. the queen. Grace is the president. She can any title she wants. I will gladly give to Grace. She she's. I just don't. I just yeah. don't want to get on Grace's bad side. Me neither. No, she's so, scary. President, yes. <laughs> Commissioner, yes. <laughs> Well, I know a lot of what you're saying in the a lot of people are saying in the chat that he actually wants Christian's job. Like we said, that's not gonna happen. He'd have to kill Christian. Christian to needs to be stuff. six feet in the ground, yeah. surrounded by cement, like some Sopranos type stuff in order for that to be yeah. handed over. So good luck, good luck on that. <laughs> um all right. Well, any final thoughts on one John Roca here in his official retirement? Because look, we're gonna be able to have the chance to see him live last time. If it does happen, if, if Christian if gives Christian him says yes, yes. Um, which I think I think he will, but so um, funny. He's just like no. Yeah, right. Love it. <laughs> it would no. be kind of funny. But, like, but either way, either way, Roka's gonna find a way to storm the gates no matter what. Oh yeah. Oh, he's yeah. gonna be a spectacular. It's yeah. it's gonna happen oh, yeah. no matter what. So I mean, I personally think if Roka's gonna retire, he should do the rounds and come on some shows, specifically this show, and talk to us because we love him and. If he's going to retire, we want to hear his thoughts. Yeah, not just a, a, a 10 minute phone call from your car <laughs> on the way home or something. Like, actually show up, outlaw. Come on. Um, I right. personally think it's funny in the car, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it is well, funny in the car. We well, want, we want safety works. first. When it works, though, you know? Safety first. No yeah, one needs first. to be driving and being on a, an after show at the same time. No. No. <laughs> um, all right, real quick here. Uh, I'll, I'll get this out of the way before we get to the team's bracket because you guys weren't actually here. Uh, Narnia has a very important question here. Sheila Molly, what did you guys think of Nikki's match on Wednesday? I was going to say I was there, but I wasn't really. That's true. That's true. I was. Uh, 
So for everyone who doesn't know, um, I did post for that match. Thank you. But, but there was some kind of a, just a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, there was some kind of emergency. I hold got on, called. To- hold on. Do that immediately. immediately. <laughs> oh my God. Brian Ward. Immediately. Oh my God. Brian Ward, you better be on Photoshop right now. <laughs> immediately. Um, <laughs> but that, oh, I'm so excited. That's going to be a thing now. I'm just waiting for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to happen. Um, tea. So, tea. That's the tea, though. Um, so I, I got called very last minute. There was an emergency. I got very last minute to this match. I didn't walk into that taping until Ross was given his five-point question. So I really <laughs> didn't see the match at all. Um, and so, with that question, you were probably like, am I in the right place? <laughs> I know. I was like, what is happening? Um, what? So, I, so just really big, I, I do want to say a really big thank you to Courtney and Andrew Guy for, like, giving me a really quick play-by-play and kind of like feeding me some stuff because I would have just been like, you could tell I was kind of all over the place in that interview. And that's why I wasn't there until Ross's five point question. Um, But I did rewatch that match back and Nikki is always just a freaking treat to watch play because she's like, you can tell she's gotten a lot of her knowledge from helping Andrew study. Yep. And she just has such a fun time answering these questions. And, like, you can tell she's happy that she's retained all of this knowledge. And she's just a peach to watch. She's hilarious. She's so funny. So funny. And and I meant what I said with Ross at the end of his match. That the his, especially when it comes to a lot of Star Wars players, their record is not an indication of how much they know. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Ross did not get the win that day he had the lead that entire match and it came down to what we talked about at the beginning of this match as the hardest star wars question ever asked in the history of the star wars movie trivia showdown molly's questioning my stance on that but i'm just trying to go through all the questions in my opinion (laughs) one of the most difficult questions that have ever been asked and it's it, it literally broke my heart when he pulled out the graph, the the visual dictionary, and he's like, it's right here. And I'm like, don't show me that. Please don't show that to me, because that's just going to make me really sad. But it was a really great match, and I do think we're going to see a lot more of Ross. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, but uh, Nikki faces a, a daemon. She's she's facing yeah, have, here. So. While you're talking, I have the actual brackets. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, this is what it looked like before the win for anybody who has not seen it. Mm-hmm. And then that's now what it officially looks like. So, so, so like I said, we're game, we're getting Damon Dimolanta, but with a twist because Nikki's the Dimolanta in this scenario. So, uh, it's, it's, it'll be fun. I'm excited to see which Damon she's going to face. It's going to be Molly. Um, <laughs> but I, I adore watching her play. I loved getting to see Ross debut, and I don't think it's—I don't think this is going to be the last we're going to see of Ross at all. No, no. <laughs> Molly, I love you as the resident Star Wars nerd here. Uh, I, I also just really, really enjoy watching Nikki play. She's got this just like calm nature where it's almost like anything they ask her, she knows the answer, and she's like. Is it really this easy? 
Yeah. And I'm like, damn. I love it. <laughs> She's just killing it. She's killing it. And I love to see it. And you know Andrew is in the other room just just having a great time and just eating up all the attendant attention that she's getting from from all of this because like well deserved i mean it took me years to start to retain some of the stuff that i was like asking alex and then be like uh, all right i'll i'll do the trivia thing too i guess and then it's like well you've sold your soul so <laughs> me and nikki are in a special uh, club of people. <laughs> Special kind of crazy. Special kind of crazy. Special kind of crazy. Yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, and, and Ross is equally amazing, equally just cool as a cucumber mm-hmm. with all of these questions. It's like, it's it's hard for me to not react when I get asked a trivia question in Star Wars, even if I know it, to be like, oh yeah, that's good. But they're just like, answer, answer, answer. Like, it's it's so fun to watch. That's why this division is getting bigger and better and like getting the attention that it deserves because people are realizing like how hard it is and how cutthroat it is to be in this division. And I hope that it never goes away. I hope that it just continues to get more and more intense and I'll be there for every second of it. <laughs> Uh, she's just such a joy to like she brings like the lighthearted out of the seriousness that is star wars it's she's a breath of fresh air in the star wars division you know like she's she obviously knows her stuff and she obviously takes it seriously but she's not like like she's she doesn't give me anxiety watching her play you know right right you know yeah when i when i say like i hope this stays like a very intense division like we we obviously need more people like nikki and more just people in general who are willing to just bring some fun into their matches you know it it can be all about the knowledge uh but it can also be about fun and that's that's what this whole game needs is more fun agreed (laughs) Um, all right, real quick, before we move on to the team's bracket, I do want to bring up something that is kind of breaking, not in the world of Shmodown, but just a huge congratulations. Our friend Maxwell Haddad is officially a Tony winner. <gasps> Did Yay! he win? Yay! He is officially a Tony Award winner. Oh, uh, my God. Incredible. Uh, Twitter is blowing up for him right now. Uh, make sure you guys are tweeting at him. Uh, go give him a giant congratulations. Uh, Maxwell Haddad, FCL player and friend of the show is officially a Tony Award winner. So go ahead and give him congratulations over there on on Twitter, Facebook. You you can get him on the phone real quick? Yeah. (gasps) Let me call him. I'm sure he's ridiculously busy right now, but let me see. (laughs) I'm sure everyone is trying to call him. What did he win for? I'm so out of the loop. He's a a producer. He's a producer on a play, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. A play, yes. Uh, What, What play? I need to see it. Uh, is it the inheritance? I think it's what it's called. I could be wrong. Oh, good for him, yeah, dude! Congratulations, man. We're I'm live on air right now. I have you on. Hold on. Put him on speaker. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi everybody. 
He's just holding Hi. Hi. Hey. They say they're screaming. She's they alive. She is alive on, on air. They say congrats. They say congratulations. We just got. I know Jake was like so real breaking real quick. He uh, cried. He, oh, you should be crying. That's freaking awesome, man. Yeah, Amber and I are sitting in a pizza place. <laughs> what a way to celebrate. <laughs> Yay! Happy celebrate with a delicious slice of pepperoni pizza. Perfect pepperonis, dude. Yes. That's so freaking cool. I'm so freaking proud of you. I know it's gonna take me a little bit to like process it, but it's crazy. Now I need to I need to change the bottom of your cup to Tony Winner Maxwell Haddad. <laughs> no, when he can I know. Eat I, know. I, I need I'm to get treasure that cup forever. Though. I, I need to get you a new one. <laughs> So Brad now has to introduce him in the FCL. I know. Hold on. Brian was like, now Brad has to introduce you in the FCL as Tony Award winner, Maxwell Haddad. Winner. You better believe it. Well, enjoy your pizza. Just wanted to say a a quick congrats. Oh, Amber's in the chat. Hi, Amber. All right. You You too. Love you. Bye. 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 That's awesome. That's so freaking cool, man. Yay. Holy crap. That's so cool. We have a Tony Award winning friend. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. So, yes, everyone watching, make sure you guys give him a big congratulations. Uh, for any of you patrons who are part of the Discord, he is a part of our Discord. You guys can shout him out there. He's obviously on Twitter, all that stuff. So, make sure you give him the love. Let's go ahead and uh, finish up with the show. And we're going to talk about the team's bracket. Um, the team's bracket. And kind of make some predictions to talk about a little bit. We talked about one already, but we're going to get in-depth about it. Here's the official team's bracket. So this is what it looks like. So in the top left corner, we have Danger Zone and the Untouchables, uh, which is Drew McWeeny and Paige Verretti. But, uh, right below them, we have Press Room and the Old Guard. And the Old Guard is Mark Riley and Alonzo Doralde for the Den. Um, and then we have Deception and Chaos Theory and Final Exam and the brand-new rookie pairing for the Finstock Exchange, King Arthur, which is Griffey Nooms and King Khan. Um, a pretty, pretty stacked bracket here. Uh, let's talk about it, guys. What are we thinking here? Because there's a combination of brand new teams, some teams we've seen before, teams who are out for a little bit of revenge, uh, the danger zones, the deceptions. Uh, Brian, I'm going to start with you, man. What are you thinking? How are you liking? This is going to be a slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like This is going to be just... I don't even have words for it. Like, have fun. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't even want to pick people because I anyone any one of these teams can win at any time. There's like, they're so. It almost is like they're so even. Like, it, I mean, it, it's literally just going to be a slaughter fest. I mean, there's no. I don't see, I have it on my other screen. I don't, there is no like, yeah, that team's clearly going to win like the first round. Like, Mm -hmm. or there's none of that, none of that whatsoever. Uh, You legitly have to like look into the like minutia of these teams because it's. There you go. It's insane. I mean, I I was like frantically looking for the image. (laughs) I know. I love on the other. There you go. There you go. I mean, you've got you've got old playing uh, new. You've got new playing. Basically, last year's new. It's just there's no like. Okay, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. It'll probably be these two. No, any one of these teams can win at any time. 
Mm-hmm. No one is safe in this tournament at all. No. A lot of people are talking about King Arthur. A lot of people are talking. That's about a King huge Arthur. matchup. Yeah. That's a and, big matchup. And like we, how many matches have we seen King Khan play? He's played three singles three? matches this year. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. And Griffey Nooms has also played three, but he's also in the tournament still. Yeah. Wow. See, I, I, I just feel like we've seen Griffey Nooms more than King Khan play more than King Kong, but I guess they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. they're just. I think it's they're, two and one and three and zero. Oh. Yeah, they're yeah. so on yes. fire that like you can't not <laughs> think that they're just going to blow through this tournament. Uh, yeah, but it, and then we say that, and then it's like, okay, you're going against Paul and Lawn. If they're both, yeah. if yeah. we've got like a game Lawn, scary. Who knows? Scary. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's scary. And then we have, I mean, we have Chaos Theory. Which that's Jacoby and Harley, another great team. Obviously, I mean, Deception's taking the whole thing. Let's be real. (sighs) Whoa, 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 whoa! (laughs) Really? I got hey now. You think? I gotta keep the Jill the Corruption Chill moniker. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll give I'll I'll give that moniker. But fair enough. I mean, uh, so and then press room is Perry Nemiroff and Josh Horowitz, which. When Perry gets her strength, she mm-hmm. never misses, you know. And Josh Horowitz is one of those players where we've said multiple times he could easily have that singles belt. We could totally. He's like a lightning in a bottle right now. He is. He like he fits her gaps yeah. really yes. well. That makes yes. them dangerous. Yeah. Um. It's this is gonna be. Like I don't I don't know if I would see. I mean I think the only. I guess there's. I guess you could see a couple would be upsets. Like if the Untouchables, any any rookie team beating a seasoned team, I guess you would consider an upset because they're it's a half team. a rookie too. Because I mean, McWeeny. Well, any well, yeah, fantastic well, with teams. Yeah, yeah, that's the, where McWeeny shines. The in, Untouchables in is a very very scary team. They're scary. Um, we've seen like Drew won a teams championship with Sam Brian Ward. Um, <laughs> Uh, Phrasing. I don't know if you saw my face, but I. I You definitely. I was like. Um, The Untouchable is. So it's interesting, just because Drew McWinnie is a former team's champ. Mm -hmm. Uh, Above the line is one of the greatest teams ever played. We we know the the capability and potential of Danger Zone, but can they live up to that? They got to the final of the tournament last year. They won the final tournament, and then they ended up losing their match uh, uh, that in the team's championship match, um, or the number one contenders match, one or the other. And someone will correct me in the chat. Um, but look, we saw what Paige did this last week. Uh, Drew has been iffy in singles, but we talked about it. He's great in teams. That's an interesting match. Uh, I'm also extremely interested in seeing how Mark Riley and Alonzo Dural they play together. Riley's good too. They have a full breadth of knowledge that could be on display in that match. What's good with Alonzo and Riley is that I think Alonzo's weakness is that he forgets how to play the game. That's Riley. Whereas Riley, obviously very seasoned player, knows exactly Mm -hmm. what he's doing. So that's that that could be an also very scary team. So it's 
it's it's gonna i'm i'm very excited for this tournament i think this is the tournament i'm the most excited for because it could really go yeah in it's any sort most, of direction it's the most open in the it's yeah. it's the most evenly matched tournament we've seen this year yeah, yeah. i hands agree down. hands down like, like every team has a chance to go on some kind of run or at least make it to the final like yeah, yeah. i could easily see each each of these teams winning coming out of this and that's that's the craziest thing because that doesn't doesn't really happen that often where you're just like i have no idea like you usually have like a clear favorite that like you're waiting for someone to upset no this is like uh, i good luck i don't i wouldn't want to play any of these people if i'm the in this tournament, mm-hmm. I I just I can't wait to. I mean, I'm biased, obviously, but so am I. Dan and Ben being former champions on a team together, just like hopefully going into this just for straight revenge. I the mean, revenge tour. So the revenge they, tour. Just think, one of these teams we are going to play. See, play Shazam at spectacular. Yeah. 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 So if Danger Zone does win, they would be the only team slash singles player or or Star Wars player to win both tournaments this year. Um, and it's only between teams and, and Star Wars, obviously, because there's only one IG tournament, one singles tournament. But Thomas Harper won the first one. Obviously not in this one. Uh, Danger Zone could, if they won, they'd win both tournaments. And they would have gotten a shot of the title. Or, excuse me, a number one contender shot last time and then a title shot this time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, can they live up to it? It's it's gonna be tough. This this is a harder route than they had last time. This is much. Oh harder. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So. A harder route, but a shorter route. So yeah. only like, two matches. <laughs> it can it can come down to luck in some of these matches for sure because they're so evenly matched. I don't know. It could be just like the the wheel spin. Yeah. So I got I got a question to kind of close this out, and it's a two parter. Um, oh, because we are gonna be there, and one of these teams we will be able to see live. <laughs> So I want everyone to pick a winner who they think is going to win. But just only the last 10 minutes talking for. about how it's hard to pick someone. So I want everyone to pick a winner, but I also want you to choose a team that you would love to see live playing Spectacular. The team that you would most want oh. to see as an entertainment factor. At oh. Spectacular. So it could be different than the team you picked to win, but it also could be the same. So either way. You're an ass. It's my job as the host. So. I have the easiest pick here, I think, <laughs> with Danger Zone, obviously. Okay. If they go into this, then I have a chance to be up there with them, backing them up. That's, so, that's very anyway. Correct. Anyway, I can get my butt on stage. Yes. Um, and real quick, real quick, uh, just a, a little um, correction. Uh, Lightning Time and Shazam are actually playing for the titles before Spectacular. Oh, so it could be lightning time that we actually see it spectacular, not Shazam. Um, mm. But either either way, we're talking about this. So um, team you're picking to win and team that you think would be a great entertainment factor to see live at spectacular. Molly, are you going danger zone on both? No. Okay. So I'll go. Well, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> entertainment factor, then yes. I- <laughs> I am going to go on with both, but I also do really want to see final exam play on stage because I think that would be a lot of fun. 
They're my backup. I would laugh so hard seeing Lon on stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> for me, uh, obviously, Deception's going to take the whole thing. Um, I have a headache. And then again, again, I think having both Marisol and Adam there. Because, like, Marisol does already have a chance of being at Spectacular as the singles belt holder. Um, but if she has another match on top of that, if she beats Chance in New York and has Deception there, like, give me more of those Corruption Invitationals, man. Um, but so, also... So just, tired of that. But, like, just, just, seeing, just seeing the two of them on stage would be really freaking cool because they haven't yeah. had that as a team yet. Um. But well, yeah. here's here's the funny thing, Jill. You're talking about a corruption invitational. There's actually like say Deception wins this, and Adam wins the singles tournament, and Marisol retains the belt. Sweep. We could literally see two matches: a teams match with Deception, and then a singles match between Marisol yeah, and if, Adam. If well, you have Scrimshaw floating in the background too, and then we have Scrimshaw floating in the background. If Kalinowski, yep. if Kalinowski beats Rue. If it could it could legit Marisol, every match I mean, either way every match outside of the every title match could include I'm a corruption headache player. now oh every single God. title match could include a, a corruption player i'm so happy that's um, crazy but also also for my own personal selfish reasons um i'd love to see Paige do a live event yeah, me too. And I just really miss Paul. I haven't seen him in a long time. So <laughs> if Paul is that spectacular, I would just be very happy. Um, but I think Deception, I definitely think Deception's taken the whole thing. Brian? <laughs> I legitly got a headache from thinking. Uh, Cheers! I'm, I'm just trying to like pick who I want to meet in person, honestly. <clears throat> Well, no, 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 no. This isn't about meeting in person. This is about seeing them play in a live match. Most of these people will probably be here anyway. So just think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're all probably going to be here anyway. I mean, I think like the peace days resistance would be danger zone versus Shazam. So like if I could or see lightning that. Time. Or lightning time. Yeah. No, keep forgetting I, that. I keep I would forgetting that lightning Shazam time. Play against danger zone. That's why I'm. I would yeah. hope to see if I'm picking my spectacular teams. <sighs> King Arthur is so dangerous, though. <laughs> they are so dangerous. I. <sighs> they could find their themselves in the danger zone. Uh, they could <laughs> it's just so hard because danger zone has not impressed me like For enough a to win team? Yeah. yes I guess I mean just... yeah I, I I hate that for them that they have the super team like label well, on the there thing, but because they're a great team but because they have that super team label it's like they're they're put on I mean they said so themselves they're like a super team and it was this big whole experiment and because of that they're put on this perfection pedestal you know so um it's tough yeah yeah i know man i'm gonna go out on a limb and i think well i guess it could be a limb i guess i think that 
we're going to see the best of the best of Lon Harris, and final exam is going to win the tournament. Wouldn't be mad about it. Uh, I think Paul and Lon lock it in. I think that Swag, like this is like Swag's like last final push, just for some points. They're out of it, but just for a last two raw towards spectacular. Um, and I think Jeffrey, they played Kazam. King Khan's about to come into this chat. And That's fine. Come at me, King. Come at me. <laughs> um, as far as entertainment factor. That's where it gets really difficult. Like I'm with, I'm with every yeah, they really are. I'm with everyone. I like I would love to see Paige. I, I think she would thrive in a live setting, but um I think I'm with Jill. I, I think seeing Adam and Marisol together in a match, just because they came in the digital era together mm-hmm. and they've basically been hand in hand with each other since they started. Um and then seeing it all come together at Spectacular Live, the first major, and I know New York's coming, but like the first really big return for the Schmodown outside of just a city event, um, that'd be really, really cool. That'd be really cool. So, what happened to being a Merc shell? Well, Shazam's gonna hold the belt, so that's okay. <laughs> you don't wanna, you don't wanna, you're like, none of this matters. You don't want to press the room versus, and I will, room. I will raise you, Liz Shannon Miller. And we'll see. Let's we'll put a bet, if- Jill. Let's put a friendly bet on okay. that. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Or we'll figure out a bet and we'll reveal that on the later <laughs> show. Um, <laughs> uh, headaches from there. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Well, there it is. Uh, some teams bracket discussion there as we kind of wrap up the evening on this uh, on this show. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that one. That was a lot of fun. A lot of discussion going on tonight. Um, as I uh, mentioned, we're going to do some reactions this week on some matches coming up. I don't know if there's a pay-per-view on Friday or not. I'm not sure. Uh, someone can let me know in the chat if there is, because some other fans seem to schedule a little bit more than we do. We but, don't know anything. We um, know nothing. We'll <laughs> let you guys know this upcoming week. But I did want to say, before we get out, for our patron members, for all of you watching, for our watch-along tomorrow, um, we have a watch-along tomorrow. It's our monthly watch-along. And uh, we put two movies up for the poll. We put I Know What You Did Last Summer, and you're next for the poll this month. And with an overwhelming victory, uh, we are going to be watching I Know What You Did Last Summer tomorrow evening um, on our Patreon. So if you were interested, check out that Patreon link. Just for two bucks, two bucks a month, you can join us, hang out, 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, the link will be sent out, and we'll be hanging out with our patrons and watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. I haven't seen it in a very long time, never but I know that it. these two have never seen it. If well, I don't afraid. get to be there. so. Oh, you have oh. parent-teacher conferences, huh? That's right. That's right. You might not see me the whole week. I, I watched this movie last year, and it reminded me how much I enjoy it, and I am so excited to see it again. Yeah, it's been a very, very long time for me. A very we'll be, long time. We'll be getting time. kids grounded. Yeah. That should be a horror it's movie fun. in itself. I'd watch that. <laughs> like, this is my, I, as much as it sucks because it's long days, like, all, this is just the teacher's sweet, sweet revenge for when those bad kids, you know? Just like, oh, mm-hmm. so, so-and-so has been cutting up in class, and then the parent goes, oh, really? And I'm just like, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, real quick, apparently this was revealed, but Oyama's holding on to the free for all title until next season. Oh, do you see? No, it's, do you oh, see yeah. him? Do you see him? Oh, on to that, him? that makes sense. I, I do. Yes, I do. 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 Yeah. I think Paul thrives a little bit more in studio anyway. 
um, and he'll save it for that kind of shot. So. Oh, but what if he comes out in the not confirmed, but maybe happening Roka uh, Merle match, and he's like, whatever, I'm gonna come in and beat both y'all in your <laughs> in your like though. in your like final goodbye match. Yeah, but I That'd mean, it would be pretty badass for him to just come and be be. like, this that is my be. title shot. Give it to me now. That's that would be, but yeah, I yeah, I think he's because otherwise, otherwise that spectacular is going to be a long day. Yeah, I think <laughs> we add another match. I definitely it. think he holds on to it next year, especially if, if he ends up winning the singles tournament. He'll already have a title shot. So there exactly. better be food at spectacular. There um, is. There was last time. Uh, Ryko, it's awesome. I watched the oh, already. Awesome, Ryko. I live next to the church, and now I'm just like, every time I see someone coming yeah. out, I'm like, We're Ryko, we'll definitely talk about it on the next hangout. We'll definitely talk about it on the next hangout. That show is amazing. Get on it, people. Anyway, uh, that's going to wrap up POV tonight. Thank you, everyone, for watching live. Uh, very, very much appreciative. Uh, I'm going to let the crew do their little plugs around before we head out. Brian, I'll start with you on the bottom here. Where are you at? Where can people find you? Well, you can't find me anywhere this week. Uh, but. Usually I'm on Apocalypse with him uh, doing movie news. Uh, what are they doing on Tuesday? We're talking about some Netflix trailers, but we're also going to be predicting action veterans, legends who could be showing up in Expendables 4. So okay. Go. I'm glad I'm not going to be there because I've never seen a single Expendables movie. So Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jill. Uh, yeah, you can find me Twitter and Instagram, Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's. Uh, you can also sometimes catch me doing some post interviews. So make sure to stick till the end of these matches if you want to see my really sometimes bedazzled and crazy face. Um, and uh, real quick, real quick plug. Um, so after our show, and they, they always say we know when POV ends because we get a spike and stuff, and I, it's so. But uh. Jacob Blendon and Taylor do a really cool um, the draft show, and they have a lot of really oh, cool guests. They always have really cool guests. They'll have like Marisol and Adam and Mara and Dan, and they have so many really cool people that join them on this bracket show. It's a really fun time. Make sure to check them out. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I won't be playing on Twitch because I'm way too busy. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitch, so sorry. Uh, Molly, spooky season. Spooky season. It is spooky season. Um, you could find me at Molly Damon on Twitter and on Twitch. Which, uh, uh, no concrete date on a return yet, but I have some plans. Yay! Yes, I will be. I will be back on Twitch for spooky season. I don't know what game I'm playing or when I'm coming, but that is what this week is for. I'm going to figure it live. out. Hi, Robert. Parker, hey. you're an hour and a half late. What the hell? <laughs> Parker's in for spooky season, which means spooky everyone season. should be. And yeah, you can find me over on Star Wars Explained talking about Star Trek. Star, <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. half a second, I, like just like the most millisecond, I was like, wait, is she serious? And I was like, oh, I never, I never. <laughs> yeah, they um, talk about Star Trek. Yeah. Talking about horror movies. That's all I want to talk about this month. Are people explaining anything to you this week? Always. Always. Have you seen Star Wars fans? <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> for you. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, you can check out our second channel, Malik's, where we do explain it to me. And uh, Parker. <laughs> 
<laughs> go to we'll go back to sleep, Parker. We know. I love Probably you, Robert. Know. I'm, I'm glad you're here, Robert. <laughs> I don't know what the next thing I we we figured out. Maybe Hawkeye might be the next. Explain it to me, but I don't know because we never did. It, the time has been lost for for Shang Chi, I think, and some of the other ones. But we'll get back on explain it to me soon. How about you explain Midnight Mass to me? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, he wouldn't do it, but I would love to get Alex on there and to talk about like all the religious stuff. But no, no one really wants to get into that. I went to Catholic school. I could throw that. I could probably do that. I, I can play church it. bells from my street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find me on Apocalypse Movies multiple times a week right here at POV on Twitter at Qui-Gon Jake. Two ends because someone else took it before I did. Shmoneyon, POV, Streamlabs, Patreon, all kinds of cool things happening. Um, look out for a bunch of things happening on the Patreon this upcoming month because it is spooky season. Uh, that has officially taken over the Patreon, so look out. Um, we'll be back later this week for some more uh, live stream reactions. Uh, yeah, you know, it's whatever. Um <laughs> but for all of us here at POV, thank you guys so much for watching live back on the replay. We love you guys. Have a great week, and we'll catch you guys back on Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye.